Hey, here you go. What's this? Passing the baton. What? Did you even pray about this? Hey, man, we got a secret sauce. Hey, secret sauce. Give me the mountain. Give us the low country. Hey, and welcome to the Sunbrook Takeaway. I am Tanner Treffin, joined by Pastor Joey Rumble. We were breaking down the message. the secret sauce. And man, uh, that was a good illustration with Jeanette. She's got the secret sauce of her yes, mac and cheese. Yes, she does. <laughs> so she sure does. We love you, Jeanette. And uh, thanks for letting us share that story. Um, so we didn't really get uh, to spend too much time on the red threads of this message. Uh, so uh, what was some of the red threads that you saw looking at the secret yeah, sauce? Yeah, I ran, ran out of time there, but twice in Deuteronomy, uh, that I really wanted to highlight was Deuteronomy 18, where God is telling Moses in Deuteronomy 18, 18, I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brothers, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he, will, he shall speak to them all that I command him. And then you see in the New Testament where Peter and John, as they're going to the temple at the time of prayer, and they, they tell the one begging, who the, the one who was crippled, silver or gold have I not, but what I have I give unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ, walk. And then everyone was stunned at this miracle. And so Peter was, uh, had the opportunity to share the gospel. And he refers back to this passage in Deuteronomy 18, 18, as he's sharing with the people there. So that was a, a big red thread that I loved. And then another one, is the Apostle Paul refers back to uh, Deuteronomy 21, 23, uh, and, and he's referring to it in Galatians 3, uh, 13, as he's writing to the church of Galatia. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. So it was huge there that Christ, that's the gospel, that Christ took on the curse for us on the cross. And that Apostle Paul is referring back to Deuteronomy 21, 23. So I, I, I had it planned in my message to put those two red threads because they're awesome. And so you're hearing it now. One of our goals with uh, our Takeaway podcast is if there's a few items that I end up not putting in the message, uh, we, we share about them in the Takeaway podcast. Yeah. Um, a way I could think about how Jesus became the curse for us is like Jesus... Hit the deer booty, so you didn't have to. <laughs> that's right. That's right. He, <laughs> he took sure he did. took the blow. So I mean, um, we well, we about five seconds away on the trip with me, you, Miguel, and Dakota. Yeah. Of the deer hitting us, or uh -huh. us hitting the deer. Yeah, uh, I was almost falling asleep and it woke me up. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's good. Uh, so you talked about passing the baton, and I loved how you pointed out. Um, that Solomon didn't pass the baton well, but Moses did. And such a key factor there is is uh, for us to pass the baton well is to be people of prayer. Uh, that's the secret sauce. Yes. And to, uh, Craig Yoho, one of our elders, just set that up so great because I was able to, he contrasts Solomon and Rehoboam, and I was able to contrast Moses and Joshua. He passed it off well. I just think if we Prayer life is something we neglect in discipleship, of praying for those intently who you're passing off uh, ministry and empowering people. And, and so the, the, this baton pass-off now with Moses and Joshua was leading the people of Israel, but this baton pass-off happens in every area of ministry, whether it's kids' ministry or in your home or uh, passing off to one of your kids, hey, I'm empowering you now to cut our grass. Wh whatever it is, that there needs to be those uh, very important times of prayer, teaching 
the next generation how to pray, how to seek God. Yeah, and I, when we were talking about this in staff meeting, Dakota brought up, who's your Joshua? Who's my Joshua? And I thought that was such a good question for us to walk in our takeaways, is if you don't know who God wants you to pass the baton on to, that's the first thing. Go to God and say, God, who's my Joshua? Who do you want me to pass uh, this off to? And then once he's helped you identify that, then pray. Pray for the next Joshua. Pray for the person you're passing off to and next success there. And, and Jesus had multiple Joshuas. As we look in the New Testament and discipleship, uh, sometimes we're thinking just one-on-one discipleship, which is huge. But, but Jesus did, did it in a group setting. And so he passed that baton off, uh, you know, uh, Matthew 28, 18 through 20, you know, go into all the world, make disciples. That wasn't to just one uh, disciple to make disciples. It was uh, uh, multiple uh, people to make disciples. Yeah, and it's really cool to think about um, he has his 12 disciples, and he has the inner three, uh, Peter, James, and John. But then he even has his own brother, uh, James, the brother of Jesus, who is, talks about in Scripture that there's an appearance of the resurrected Jesus appearing to his brother, and then James becomes the, the key leader in the Jerusalem church. And so there was other people Jesus was discipling, and, and we don't really get to see the story of that, so that's kind of crazy yeah, to think about. That, that really is, because you know, after he saw his resurrected Savior, his brother, is when he came to faith in Christ and, and made a huge impact. Beautiful. So, um, you talked about the intentionality, that uh, discipleship doesn't happen by accident. I think that's kind of, we can kind of fall into that mindset of like, hey, I come to church, I bring my kids to church, you know, uh, they'll catch it. Um, right. and, and they will, we got to model it, but it also takes intentionality of teaching it and, and, and really thinking through the process of discipleship. Yeah, it, it needs to be thinking about your home and in ministry. Uh, we had so many teachable moments on the trip to the GROW conference, the four of us, where we were gleaming, uh, you know, there from uh, Pastor Hodges and all, but just the um, conversations we had of those teachable moments of ministry, but also of our personal lives. I thought that was huge. And and then, and when you're talking about your home of those teachable moments, uh, I just think, and Craig really helped me think through this too about Deuteronomy 6, there are so many opportunities that we're not thinking about teaching. So every day, we need to see it as teachable moments uh, for others. That's good. Um, you hit on how prayer is the secret sauce. And so let's take away podcast. So let's get practical. We got 21 days of prayer coming up. How other ways can people be practical? Well, f- well first of all, that's number one. Yeah. Just being a part of 21 days of prayer has impacting my prayer life. The first week, week we're coming out of the gate and teaching several prayer plans to, that I am still using, strive to use uh, after 21 days of prayer. So our goal is uh, to give you those prayer plans uh, to help you really grow in your prayer life. And, and so that, that's another one. Another one is learning how to pray for an hour, to really seek the Lord interceding personally and corporately and and. Uh, so as a church body, give us the low country, claiming our city and how I'm convinced that, that what we're seeing happen in a midst, which is uh, just amazing, is, um, is a, we're, we're cultivating the, the soil of our church for people to be more receptive to the Lord. And so being a part of a community praying like that, you just start learning that and that, that starts to take over. Yeah, and I would just... 
agree and say like my personal testimony is definitely the same coming to 21 days of prayer has really helped me grow in my prayer life and it's really cool we've been i've been part of this for five years or so now and and five years ago mary and i were weren't married yet and so we're praying about our marriage to come and then we get married and we're praying about we're pregnant with our children and so it's just it's cool how we do it in in the summer and then in the new year and you get to pray over these different seasons of life the different school year you're going into the different uh job situation and you just get to bathe what's happening in prayer and see god in it it's just awesome yeah and i love praying for lost people praying for the community we live in and i love praying for the communities of people in our church they live in because mm. i know they are there they're they're mm. in that neighborhood they're in that community in the low country and uh dakota's working on the perfect graphic for this hey. it's the low country where it's just going <laughs> to grab our hearts in a big way <laughs> give us the low country that's that's what you're hitting on right there man that's the last point like if we really care about the people in our city, if we want to see our fa- friends, family, coworkers, neighbors get saved, it starts first right here, right now, being a people of prayer and asking the Holy Spirit to move mightily in their hearts, to, to bind the spirit that blinds the mind of unbelievers, to, to bring revival, to bring hard hearts soften. And man, I'm just excited to see what God's going to do. Yeah, and speaking of that, I, I want to give a shout out to Jeanette and the entire prayer team uh, who Thursday when we were going to the conference, and Mahala was gone as well, that they really said, hey, we're going to seek the Lord, we're going to pray, and uh, just just uh, strip it down for the Lord with no microphone, no, no sound, so just, let's just seek the Lord and, and pray for you know that yeah. hour. Good job, prayer team. We're thankful for you. And uh, we got um, on our church center app, there'll be a group coming this Saturday before 21 Days of Prayer starts where you can join our online prayer group where people can put requests on there and you can see people's prayers and pray for them and comment on there and encourage them without even being here physically or after you leave. When you're here physically, you can pray throughout the day. And so we encourage you to join on the church app um, and join the prayer group for that. Yeah, that's going to be huge. And I'm going to give a shout out also to Tracy Suggs and her mom, Pam Suggs. Pam is uh, been diagnosed with terminal cancer and it, Tracy and Pam sucks. Uh, P- Tracy's Pam's daughter. They've been so faithful, helping stuff, info guides, helping greet and just amazing part of our, our church. And Pam Suggs was actually, she tells me not to call her Miss Suggs, but she was my ninth grade <laughs> high school English teacher. And so uh, Pam, just want to let you know we're praying for your healing, for your strength. And it was cool to see Tracy here at church Sunday. She had come from the hospital and, and as uh, we visited them there at the hospital on um, Saturday. But it was great to see Tracy uh, at church Sunday. We got to pray for her and pray for her mama and, uh, uh, our, our prayers go out to you. Yes, praying for you. So what was your takeaway, Pastor Jay? I, I think for me is to continue to be intentional about passing the baton off to, to many people. Like as I'm investing in others, uh, let me think through what I'm talking to them about, it, it, depositing uh, those key areas in their life. And one of the big ones now is prayer. How do I teach others to pray? I feel like my prayer life has been accentuated from the tools I've been learning and make sure I pass that on. Yeah, that, How about you? That was me, to, to, to know the secret sauce, live the secret sauce, and pass on that secret recipe of, of prayer um, uh, to, my, to my own kids, um, for my, me and my wife to be unified and, and continue to be praying together, and um, then passing on the importance of prayer to the, the student ministry that I lead. So. And I, I want to do one more shout-out 
to my pastor, Fred Richard, who pastored me for so many years and taught me the importance of prayer. He would always say, we do nothing without birthing it in prayer, sustaining it in prayer, and, and can continue to carry it on. We're not just doing mm. something because it sounds like it's That's a good, good idea, but you pray. And, and he didn't just talk about it. We prayed. We sought the Lord. And, and I thank God for that legacy. Yeah, thank you. Any further final thoughts? That's it. Cool. Well, Summerbrook, it's pretty obvious what one of your takeaways should be. Be a people of prayer. Join us this one of 21 Days of Prayer, and then walk in whatever else the Holy Spirit is putting on your heart. Thank you guys for listening, and God bless you.